Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and that is my guest tonight, Clay Clark. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose Live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism, coming to America, the great reset of the new world order, of everything in between the hijacking of our elections, the the clot shot, and everything trying to eliminate humanity from this planet. And we're talking to Clay tonight. I don't need to, to introduce this guy. We all know this guy. And we're talking about the Great Reset. We're talking about what is happening right now in this world. Clay, how have you been, man? Brother, I'm doing absolutely uh, uh, great personally. I know God has chosen you for such a time as this. I'm honored to be a small part of the movement. Uh, the Reawaken America Tour continues to boom. I, I old housekeeping note, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com uh, today, uh, this is so exciting here. We have one ticket request coming in every 30 seconds right now. So literally every 30 seconds so this event we're doing in Washington at the Washington-Idaho border, September 16th and 17th, Cash Patel, General Flynn, Eric Trump, Mike Lindell, you know, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, you, I mean, we've seen the speakers we've had on the tour. I mean, we've had mm-hmm. Jim Caviezel, Bobby Kennedy Jr., Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader. I mean, I am so excited to see them speak, Mike Adams, et cetera. These events, uh, we, we open the doors at 6 a.m. Uh, we kick off at 9 a.m. with praise and worship. We go till 6 p.m. And people can name their price. And right now we're down to our final 477 tickets for what I believe will be the biggest event we've done. And I mean, probably our second biggest event we've ever done. Every event sells out, but this one's going to be huge. Thousands upon thousands of people, 477 tickets left. You can get those at time2freeamerica.com. Again, that's time2freeamerica.com. Fantastic. Well, Clay, you know, I've, I've been to multiple of the reawakening tours. They're absolutely awesome. You got a lot of great speakers out there. Um, you know, most notably General Flynn, who is out there fighting from behind the scenes, right? Doing what needs to be done. And appreciate all the hard work you're doing with that, my friend. Um, but you've been doing a lot of research on the Great yeah. Reset. You've been doing a lot of research on what these globalist plans really are. Well, you know, the thing about um, research, and you do it well, is it requires calming down and requires going to a different part of your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, the research brain, it's where you look up facts and you look at for truth. And, and so on the first fact I want to I want to share here, the first uh, audio I want to share is um, something that it, it appears as though either A, the Pope is a financial wizard or B, the Pope knows something that we don't know. Um, so I, I mean, I'd ask the listeners, is the Pope a financial guru or does he know something we don't know? Let me hit play. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Let me hit play. This is, again, the Pope is instructing the Vatican entities to move all their funds mm-hmm. to the Vatican Bank by September 30th. There's many, many, many sources reporting on this, folks. Uh, this is Justin from CNA Catholic News Agency. Pope Francis instructs Vatican entities to move all funds to Vatican Bank by September 30th. Listen to this, folks. Pope Francis has ordered that the Holy See and connected entities move all financial assets to the Institute for Works of Religion, or the IOR, they call it, commonly known as the Vatican Bank. The Pope's rescript issued on August 23rd clarifies the interpretation of a paragraph in the new constitution of the Roman Curia, 
uh, Praticate Evangelium, proclamated in March. According to France's rescript, financial and liquid assets held in banks other than the IOR must be moved to the Vatican Bank within 30 days of September 1st, 2022. The I- so let me get your thoughts. I mean, do you, do you feel like that the Pope is a investment wizard? Does he just know what's going on? Is he is he the next Warren Buffett? Or why do you think the Pope is asking, uh, you know, for these major financial moves to take place? Well, I, I think hand in hand, what's going on here is the the the, the church, the, the Catholic church, the Pope, the dark church, as we uh, Vegano has called it, um, is 100% part of the Great Reset, and they're bringing all their finances in, most likely to protect them from what is about to happen. Okay. Now, this next audio clip I'm going to play is, again, I just what, what I do is I try to research the stuff behind the stuff. You do it. You do it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to the stuff. Like, what is the actual agenda here? What, what, what are they actually doing you know, I don't want to talk about Will Smith slaps. I don't want to talk about um, the recent gaffe that somebody made on the mic. I don't want to hop on and mock Joe Biden for speaking in a way that doesn't make sense. I don't want to hop on. I want to focus on the main thing. And the main thing is this thing called Executive Order 14067. Executive Order 14067 uh, or this thing called COVID-19, the Great Reset. Most people that I know, not your listeners, don't know that COVID-19 stands for Certificate of Vaccination IDAI. Certificate of Vaccination IDAI. Because if they did know that it stood for Certificate of Vaccination IDAI, they wouldn't be asking each other, do you have COVID? Hmm. Because COVID stands for Certificate of Vaccination IDAI. So let me hit play. Certificate of Vaccination IDAI. The one and the nine. The, the, the one is the letter, the first letter of the alphabet, A. Yep. The nine is the ninth, is the uh, I. I is the ninth letter of the alphabet. Certificate of vaccination, IDA. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, I'm going to break down for you the executive order 14067. Here we well, go, folks. Where were you on March 9th, 2022, when President Biden signed the death warrant on American freedom? On that day, in a hush ceremony at the White House, without the approval of Congress, the states, or the American people, Biden signed into law executive order 14067. Buried in his order are a few paragraphs titled Section 4. The language in Section 4 makes Order 14067 the most treacherous act by a sitting president in the history of our republic. There are two videos I really want your audience to watch. One is a 56-second video of the BIS general manager, Augustine Carstens, in October 2020, explaining that with CBDC, they will have central control to set the rules and enforce them centrally. Aren't our analysis on CBDC, in particular for the use of general, to the general use, uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash. Uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. Those, are, those two issues are extremely important, and that m- makes a huge difference with respect to what, uh, to what cash is. 
the only time in my life I've ever seen a central banker be 100% honest. Uh, it's quite remarkable. They're trying to put into place a digital transaction control grid, which will tell you what you can do with your money, when you can do it, where you can go. If they don't want you to be able to use your money more than five miles from your home, that's it. Your money will turn off five miles from your home. Once they get the system into place, it won't even be, I, I believe it won't even be your national central bank that will control. It will be the Bank of International Settlements. Inflation. 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 They're working to destroy the value of the dollar right now. And they're also December 13th, December 13th, Josh. That's when the executive order 14067 is supposed to go into effect. I don't think the vast majority of Americans have any idea that executive 14067 has been written. Again, that's executive order 14067. What yep. say you? Well, so it's interesting because November 22nd, 2022, the United States Federal Reserve and the Treasury are going to adopt something known as ISO 222. This is the international standards and protocols for blockchain technologies into the monetary system, into the SWIFT system. They have full implementation coming about in 2025 with a replacement of the SWIFT system. Now, I actually have insiders. I've been in cryptocurrency, Clay, since 2015, 2016. I'm probably an expert on the topic in the truth movement. And so this is definitely dangerous. This is scary. We've had inside information in June. We have a friend that works at the Department of Treasury and the Federal Reserve as a developer on the CBDC blockchain. And he says that the dollar will be dead before January of 2022 and full implementation of the CBDC will be coming about. And this is what's interesting about it is that they're going to run it out very similar to what they did with the digital Wong in China and that they're going to utilize the 12 central Federal Reserve banks in the United States to basically usher this out. You'll have to go register all your bank accounts, all your crypto accounts, all your financial accounts, all your investments, assets, everything with these accounts. And they're going to pull in all of that historical data from your banks directly into this, which obviously this is one of the other reasons they need 87,000 new IRS agents. They're going to give basically poor people a two-to-one ratio for digital currency, for real currency. Rich people, wealthy people who make over $400,000 a year, you're going to get a 0.95-to-one ratio. And what will happen is every month that you don't go and register, that ratio goes down and down and down where you lose value within any of your actual currency. So they're going to coerce people into this system. And, and it's draconian in its setup as well. And can you repeat those dates and uh, that you said where we're implementing this new? Could you re repeat that again? Yeah. The dates that you said and what, what's going to be implemented there as it relates to this new currency? So I ISO 222, that's going to into effect on November 22nd, 2022. All right? And that's going into effect in the United States. Many other countries have already adopted this. This is why you have various uh, cryptocurrencies out there saying they're, they're, they're certified by ISO or they're, uh, they're in compliance with ISO. If you remember, the, the World Economic Forum came out with a list of cryptocurrencies on there. You had uh, like Cosmos, you had Cardano, these ones. These are the, actually the ones that are in compliance with the ISO standardization. And this has everything to do with international trade and how these basically are utilized within the aspect of the SWIFT system and interbanking and how all this operates. So then January 2023, so back in June, um, our contact basically said is that you better figure out what's going on with your finances now because by January 2023, the dollar is going to be dead. And let me pull this next uh, audio, this next video. I try and I'm trying to do, and I, I, I hope that I do a, a good job of this. I, mm -hmm. I pray every day that I can do it better. Is I'm trying to take um, these esoteric, vague, globalist, nationalist, 
weird transhumanist godless agendas and make it practical so that everyone can understand it. Mm -hmm. And I think you're one of the best in the game of doing that. I want people to understand what BRICS is. Okay. So BRICS, will the actions of BRICS cause the collapse of the dollar? People say, BRICS? What is BRICS? Well, BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, Africa. These are the countries, okay, that have signed up for BRICS, these BRICS nations. And that represents 41% of the Earth's population. 41% of the Earth's population. Um, now, this is what's a little bit disturbing, okay? Already, Brazil, Russia, India, China, Africa have agreed to be part of BRICS. However, you have Egypt, Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. Mexico, Nigeria, Venezuela, Algeria, Turkey, Argentina are all seeking to join BRICS, which would be well over half of the world's population at that point. So let's listen to BRICS and how BRICS could uh, really devalue the dollar quickly. So let's hear. So imagine you're at the movies with your family. You all decide to split some snacks and you send the family member a small amount of money, like 10 bucks, through a money transferring app such as Venmo, Cash App, or even QuickPay. But in doing so, the government, the IRS, or any other world agency such as the World Economic Forum receives data on that transaction and it gets sent to a file that they have on you. In fact, to even make it more realistic, imagine if one day the government has the power to disable your ability to access your own personal funds because you made some decisions they didn't like, such as shutting down your bank account because you chose not to receive the COVID-57 vaccine made by Johnson and Johnson and Biden. Or they hold your paychecks because you used the wrong gender pronoun in an email that you sent three weeks ago. Now, to some of you, that world seems very, very far from occurring. But based on major events that have just occurred, it looks like this hypothetical scenario is looking more and more real. In fact, by the looks of it, it may actually even start happening sometime next year. And that, my friends, is what we'll be talking about today. Bricks. You know a lot about bricks. Educate everybody about bricks. I, I just want to bring these things up again. You're yep. one of the most knowledgeable guys. I know that I'm on your show, but you're one of the most knowledgeable people I know. So I'm just trying to rifle through the news of the day that I believe is the most important for the listeners out there. No, absolutely. And, and yeah, I got a, a selective photographic memory, so it helps. But bricks. Uh, this is uh, basically this is the new Axis and Allies. It's coming up, and so China and Russia about three years ago came to the negotiations after. COVID was released, that they were going to go rogue, in a sense, from the deep state. So they're no longer working with the World Economic Forum, in a sense. And they formed their own New World Order, and they're utilizing an economic alliance known as the BRICS Nations to do this. This is why we're seeing Turkey about to leave NATO and heading on over there. This is why they, they didn't want Sweden and Finland to come into NATO and to begin with. And so what we're seeing is China has this financial system that's already set up very, very similar to the one that we're talking about that 14067 brings about. They implemented this in uh, 2019 in test beds and in 2020 it went live and they're starting uh, full implementation across China. It's a digital Wong. And the interesting thing about this is Russia came out right after the United States put sanctions on them and started devaluing the ruple and backed their currency upon gold. And they found a master key here is when you take your digital assets and you back them upon tangible, real things like gold and silver, what happens is your enemies have absolutely zero power over you. And this has been one of the things that have led for BRICS growth over the years. And this is the new Silk Road that was actually a World Economic Forum plan that has been hijacked by Russia and China as this new global elite that they're rising up against these old Western Anglo-Saxon um, New World Order. 
And so BRICS basically is this economic alliance that's turning into a military alliance that we're looking at is going to basically face off against Western nations. And this is why we have the proxy wars in Ukraine, which NATO is trying to prompt into an actual war with Russia. This is why we have China and Taiwan, everything that's going on there, as well as Iran, Israel in the Middle East. I just I I don't know what percentage of Americans are awake to these things. So what mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do again on today's show is just hammer home the facts. And I, and I want to give people some also some hope, though. I don't want to give people all just negative. I want to give some hope. So first bit of hope I have here is Robert Kiyosaki, who, you know, he wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. He's sort of famous for being a non-political uh, individual. He's known as he wrote the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He's known for teaching people how to have success and trying to stay out of politics uh, simultaneously. He's he recently is putting out shows and he's always been doing shows, but he's now putting out shows where it seems like every show that he's doing now is somehow about the Great Reset. Hmm. I mean, it seems like out of, out of like the past 30 shows he's done, um, it would appear as though um, 20 are about the Great Reset. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. So listen to what Robert Kiyosaki just said about the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar comes from debt. It's printed. I mean, it just basically doesn't exist. That's why the rich debt company was formed and all that. And people don't know what the U.S. dollar is. It's called the fractional reserve system. I put in a dollar's savings in a bank and the bank can lend out 10. That's where dollars come from. It's on debt. And then those guys like Dave Ramsey who say live debt free. And those people like rich debt who say there's good debt and bad debt. And you have to know how to use debt to acquire assets. So we're actually converting something that is printed out of nothing, the dollar, to create assets like real estate or gold or silver or oil. So that's kind of my old man's logic. I personally think it's very significant that you have someone like Robert Kiyosaki talking about the Great Reset by name on his show because it's waking more people up. Are you seeing more people wake up? Oh, my God, am I? You know, I actually had a a barbecue this weekend in my house, and two of the people that were over there – were uh, moderates and liberals who don't believe oh, in wow. any of this global conspiracy stuff. Um, they were, they're both vaccinated as well, but we won't discuss their adverse reactions that they're having that they can't put two and two together on. But they were talking about global economic collapse. They were talking about what's coming. They're talking about the Great Reset. They're seeing what the globalists are doing. And the funny thing is, is they're against them. They're like, this isn't good. This isn't good for our country. This isn't good for my finances. I think most people are now beginning to wake up. I, I, I wish that we would wake up earlier. Now, this is something that I, I'm concerned about. Would love your discernment on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Kushner has been recently doing interviews out there to promote his new book. And uh, Jared Kushner said this. I'd love to get your take. Of energy. Let me back it up here. This is uh, Jared Kushner. Here we go. Three, two, one, and... I think that there's a, a good probability that my generation is hopefully with the advances in science, either, you know, the, the, the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die. And so uh, we need to keep ourselves in, in pretty good shape. What do you think about Jared Kushner just throwing out that he may be a believer of the transhumanism agenda? Uh, we've known it for a long time. Didn't he own 666 uh, Madison Avenue down in New York City? Um, he's always been that uh, sore thumb in the Trump family and looked like an infiltrator for the longest time. I always thought he was one of the moles in the White House, that it was always leaking information back to the globalists. You know, him and Ivanka actually back in 2000, what is it, 2016, 2017, 2018, were attendees at the Bilderberg Group meetings. 
Do you think that President Trump is aware of this? I, I think he is. And, you know, I think that when we look at that high level of players, that it might have been a good idea at the time to get people that represent our movement, the people's movement, Trump, MAGA, over there into the Bilderbergers to find out what's going on, let them know what we're doing, and say, hey, we're going to fight against you. I don't know if that was the case with Kushner going to the Bilderberg group meetings. Um, I think Donald Trump is very well aware. Um, I don't know if they have something on him, if they have some blackmail, if there's coercion going on. Um, but it's a, it's a sketchy situation, and I think that we've all looked at it, but it, it's one of those ones that unless you're in that family and you're understanding what's going on, that you probably – don't have a, we don't have a clue what's really going on with Jared and why Jared would be promoting transhumanism, why Jared would be going to the Bilderberg group meetings, why Jared would be this black sheep in the family that seems to be the one that keeps on leaking information to the deep state. How do you know that Jared Kushner went to the Bilderberg uh, uh, meetings? Um, so you can actually go download a list of all the uh, past attendees from the Bilderberg group meetings from the Bilderberg website. Yep, and let me uh, let me look it up here. Bilderberg group meeting past attendees. The reason why I'm asking you this, yeah, is because it's facts, right? It's facts. It's facts, and it's it's, it's we have to know what to look for and where to look. But it's facts. You're, you, you, what you're saying is not a conspiracy. It's facts. So actually, so let me hit play here. This is more. Well, just well, listen to what he's saying. This is wild. Apparently, Jared Kushner thinks he will become immortal. That was a Q&A uh, for his upcoming book, Breaking History. And he's got some backlash on Twitter, including Steve Bannon taking a swing, saying a transhumanist, we're going to define that word in a second, who believes it's a real possibility that he could live forever and never die, put himself in charge of Project Warp Speed, the effort to rush an experimental gene therapy or vaccine through trials, toward an emergency use authorization. Now things begin to become clear. Wow. I don't think people know that. Hmm. I don't think most people know that. Let's continue. This is Yuval Noah Harari, leading transhumanist, the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. We might see another round of techno-religions in the 21st century when religions will promise, again, not just prosperity and health, but even eternal life here on earth with the help of technology and not after you die with the help of some God. On the other end of the crazy spectrum, we have Donald Trump. Trump considers exercise misguided, arguing that a person like a battery is born with a finite amount of energy. That is hilarious. Could you imagine that one day we would be able to download our human brain capacity into a Optimus? Yes. This is mind-boggling to mm -hmm. me. This is where we're at. I mean, Kushner is a, a, appears to be a fan of the transhumanism agenda, and I just don't think the average person is aware of that. And if you, if he is a fan of the, the transhumanism agenda, think about this for a second. You've all know a Harari is is fan of the transhumanism agenda. 
Elon Musk is the fan is a fan of the transhumanism agenda. These are all World Economic Forum members. Klaus Schwab is a fan of the transhumanism agenda. Sergey Brin, the head of Google, is a fan, fan of the transhumanism agenda. You start to look at what's going on. I mean, really, I mean, I, I think that that for many Americans is probably new information. So I just encourage everyone to do their research tonight. And I want to give your listeners some solutions tonight before you have to let me go here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got five solutions. And, and, and like, Clay, just so you know, like, if you go into the Zoom chat, yep, the link to the Bilderberg Group meetings, attendees, 2019, Jared Kushner. I gave oh, you the link right there. Baba. Yep. Oh, it's so crazy. So crazy. So real. So crazy. So true. So crazy. So happening now. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to pull this right. up real quick here. So we're going to go to timetofreeamerica.com, and I've tried to really, really put – a lot of work here in the past. So what I'm going to show you is going to take 300 seconds to explore, but it's taken me months to build here. So first off, if you're looking for a job that does not require the COVID-19 RNA modified nanotechnology shots, right here, you click the button. You click it. And when you click it, that's the sound when you click and you click it. And there's thousands of employers down here that are thousands of jobs available listed by state. If you don't want to take the shots, and every day, a new employer signs up. So you're listening right now, and you're an employee, and you want to get those updates. Sign up there for free. It's like a non-deep state indeed. If you're an employer, you can sign up there for free as well. Second, if you're looking to not take the COVID-19 vaccine, you just go here. You can request a COVID-19 vaccine religious exemption. And we have a network of pastors now. So when you fill this out, these pastors reach out to you. And, you know, right now, we've had we just passed 75,000. COVID-19 vaccine religious exemptions that have been signed. Wow. Second is if you want to download the Great Reawakening, it's the Great Reset versus the Great Reawakening, the Great Reawakening. You can download the Great Reset versus the Great Re- the Great Awakening. You can download the book for free. Again, the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening for free right here. This is a great way to wake up your family and friends. It's a PDF. It's all cited right there. Or if you want to watch the documentary free tonight about the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening, you can watch the documentary for free today. Boom. Time to freeamerica.com. Go to the shopping cart. You can watch it for free. Also, if you're just saying, you know, I want to come out to one of the events. I want to get connected. Um, if you go here, we've got uh, 477 tickets remaining right now for the uh, uh, this is for the uh, the Reawaken America tour in Washington, Idaho, September 16th and 17th. We've got Cash Patel, Mike Flynn, General Flynn, uh, Greg Locke. We've got Simone Gold, Stella Emanuel. So many of the great teachers and preachers you've seen uh, sharing the truth are on this tour and each event is a little bit different. I mean, yeah, we've had, you know, Charlie Kirk and Dave Martin and Mel Kay and Owen Troyer and Cash Patel. Every event we do, the lineup just continues to grow and grow and grow. And the reason why we're doing this event is we want everyone to be able to hear the truth about what's going on. So you can name your price that will continue to be the format that I will do. So if you go to time to freeamerica.com, you can pay whatever price you want to pay. I just talked to a vendor the other day, and they were going, it's a vendor for the Reawaken America tour on September 16th and 17th in Washington. And they called me and they said, Clay, you paid that invoice on time. I said, well, that's what we do, you know? And they go, how do you make any money, bro? Because hmm. if, it, you know, because it's sound, lights, porta potties, they go, I know what you just paid us. How are you making any money? And I said, well, we let people name their price, and God has provided for me in, different businesses. And so this is not the time for me to build some 
super successful firebrand. The purpose is to get the truth out there at scale. So I trust the Patriots will pay whatever they can pay, you know, but I don't want anyone to be pushed out of it. So if you want to be IP, we have those. If you want to, you know, there's all those kind of options, but you can name your price. And all you got to do is go to time to freeamerica.com to request that ticket, time to freeamerica.com. And if you want a faster service, because we're getting one ticket request every 30 seconds right now. So literally it's every 30 seconds. So before I hopped on, we had 477 tickets left. We might have 450. I don't know, but you can text the number 918-851-0102, 918-851-0102. You can text that number. That's my phone number. I've written on the cup right there. That's on the cup. So you know what's up. Text the number 918-851-0102. You can request your tickets and the doors open at 6 a.m. each day. Praise and worship starts at nine. And then we have a baptism event on Friday night. Um, incredible event. We have a meet and greet on Friday night. And you're going to leave with a job. We're going to leave, you're going to leave with connections to employers that want to hire you. You're going to leave with connections to attorneys that are willing to fight back. You're going to find doctors that won't uh, push this RNA modifying nanotechnology on you. There's so much you can learn. You'll be empowered. You'll be connected. I promise you're going to have the best two days you've had in a while. Go to timetofreeamerica.com to request those tickets tonight. And thank you for carving out time for me, Josh. Thank you, Clay. As always, much respect, my friend. Appreciate all the hard work you're doing and everything that you're doing to spread the truth. Guys, we'll be right back with uh, more of the Daily Dose right after this. Thank you much, Clay. Take care. Bye-bye. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. 
We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. All right, welcome back to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. <clears throat> and that was Donald Trump's speech. Now... This is called a nation in decline. Now, I had a lot of people asking me about Donald Trump in Pennsylvania, about at the end, towards his speech, there was thunder playing. And then there was also music playing during his speech, which was kind of not normal for a Trump rally. I want everybody to understand this flow of what Donald Trump did at the Pennsylvania rally. First, he walks out. And what does he do? He does one of these. He does a cue right to the cameras, okay? Then he goes through, talks about how Joe Biden is the enemy of the people, enemy of the state, okay? These, this was a massive speech. I was hoping for more to come out of it. Excuse me. But the ending was very specific. I got the hiccups. I'm drinking carbonated water. Excuse me. At the end, he did his Nation in Decline speech with the following music, okay? So, the firstly, the rally in Pennsylvania was, I think it was, uh, it was not, they didn't know if they were going to do it because of thunderstorms were rolling and a storm was rolling in. So, Donald Trump goes to finish his speech and all of a sudden, the music for Nation in Decline starts to play. And it starts out with a storm. The thunderstorms, the storm is coming. It transitions in the actual video from dark, black and white, to light. Okay? And it comes out with this song 
from uh, I think his name's uh, uh, Mr. Feelgood, who is makes Q music, literally makes Q music. The name of that song is "Where We Go, One We Go All." Okay, so if you listen to Donald Trump's speech in Pennsylvania, okay, this was dark delight. This was the storm is coming. This is where we go, one we go all in Q. I mean, it was. I saw the signs. I hope you saw the signs. But people were asking where the, um, the the thunder was coming from. The thunder was coming from the soundtrack of a nation in decline. And so if you notice, it kind of takes off and, and goes away. Um, if you were there, you heard it. If it was actually from outside, I'd like to know. But from what I got out of it and listening to it multiple different times is that was where that thunder was coming from, was from the soundtrack that was being played over his speech. And his speech was pertaining to the nation in decline speech that Donald Trump has been doing at his rallies. Um, either way, that speech tells us all we need to know. And what do I mean by that? The speech is telling us specifically <clears throat> that the Patriots have a plan. There is some sort, some type of plan. I mean, we have to look at it like this. That why would Trump be using these overtones of the Q movement? Why would he be synchronizing various different truth social posts with informational content in those posts pertaining directly to Q posts? Why would he be creating a video that starts out with a storm, transitions from black and white to color, dark to light, and then plays a song where we go one, we go all from a YouTube musician who makes only Q music? Okay, this is our sign that things are happening, that that patriots are fighting back. They're on the offensive. Now, there's a lot to take in here. I know we're going to talk about the Great Reset tonight because I think it's important. It's important to understand what we're up against. Now, Clay did a really good job of, of explaining a lot of these things that are occurring in the world right now, especially with 14067. Um, in the sense of the uh, the financial systems, <clears throat> excuse me. If you guys are interested in doing uh, the the uh, reawakening tour, it's time time to freeamerica.com. I had his uh, his name tag wrong there at first. I had time to uh, save America, but either way, we went ahead and changed it. Time to freeamerica.com. You go check it out. So, give you an idea. Some of their upcoming shows they have um, um, Washington Idaho border. They have. Uh, um, Mannheim, Pennsylvania are the next two that are coming up. And this is September and October. Now, I did also say that I went to, uh, I had a barbecue this weekend with some friends at my house. And I had two friends there. One's uh, probably apolitical, moderate, doesn't like Trump, you know, doesn't believe too much in conspiracies. The other one is uh, definitely a liberal, um, very hard to wake this one up. And, um, you know, talking to them about kind of what's happening in their lives and, and looking at them, um, and these guys are vaxxed, you begin to see. You begin to see that it's affecting everybody that has gotten the, the jab. It's affecting everybody who's gotten the jab. I, I'm not going to lie here. It, people are having problems in life. Okay? And so we shouldn't look down on these people simply because they chose to get vaccinated. That was their choice, Right? What we can do is support them. And if they ever come forth and say, hey, you know, maybe I am, maybe I am having adverse reactions. Is there anything that you know can help? And, you know, offer that helping hand, you know, understand that 
you know, there's, there's certain things that can reduce the potentiality of those spike proteins. And um, kind of an idea, what I'm talking about here, is a 40-year-old friend of mine um, has high blood pressure and has allergies coming back from his childhood. Um, Y'all know where that's leading, right? So um, it, it's kind of sad to feel that, to, to, to know that, right? But we need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare ourselves for what is truly coming down the road. We need to understand that there's going to be a lot of people lost and confused as all this begins to roll out. We have to understand that the psychological warfare aspect of what is about to happen in our country, in our world, that these deaths that are being rolled out, we had Dr. McCullough on InfoWars today calling this out. There, there's going to be deaths that they're going to utilize and blame this on other things. They're going to utilize it and blame it on global warming, on too much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, on, on the, the poor qualities of water. They're going to blame it on um, whatever they can blame it on, another virus or disease, a, a flu, whatever. Oh, the flu's been gone for two years and it finally came back and oh, it's, it's wreaking havoc. This is what's going to happen. They're going to blame it on all these ancillary things. And here you go. Science. Health experts now link heart problems to monkeypox after man developed myocarditis one week after first showing symptoms. This is not a coincidence. This gentleman is most likely vaccinated against COVID. And so he gets monkeypox. Hmm, interesting. Adverse reaction for from the COVID vaccine, just shingles coming back from the vaccine. And he's got acute myocarditis. This is going to happen everywhere, and they're going to start blaming it on all these other things. But this is part of the psychological warfare. This is why I said there's going to be chaos and there's going to be confusion. And you got to understand, like, when we start looking at the implementation of the Great Reset and how all this stuff is, is flowing forward and, and what's coming up on the thin red line in November, everything that's at stake, the stake of this, the state of this, the fate of this country, of this world is online this November. And I can't express that enough of how important it is. Okay. But when we understand all the things that are kind of systematically happening, we got to look at methodologies and strategies that the globalists, the, the evildoers in this world would utilize against us to perpetuate their agenda, to, to stop any progression that we have to save our country, to save the world. And what they're going to utilize is they're going to utilize massive psychological warfare techniques. And this is going to be, trust me. The reason why they pushed the vaccine so hard that when they did 18, 19, 20 months ago is for this moment specifically right here. So they use it against you and me and everybody else out there for when the midterm elections come. Think about it is if let's say that people just start, you know, croaking, which is sad to say, but. It's happening everywhere. Look at this. 21-year-old college football player in Arkansas dies suddenly after collapsing. How many times have we heard this story? We're hearing this story all the time now. 
So this is going to become commonplace. When this comes commonplace, you're going to be like, there's a silent killer. The number one cause of death in Canada right now is unknown causes. Okay? This is going to come to a head. They're going to say, there must be a new virus that's silent, that's asymptomatic, that just is killing people. You remember how they planted that seed of asymptomatic viruses, people who carry no symptoms of the illness and can pass it on the others and die from it. Okay? This is where it's headed. See, they can use that against you and me. Why? Because we know about Directive 51, Directive 63, the Patriot Act, the various different peds that the president has in his emergency power arsenal where he can suspend, suspend habeas corpus. He can declare a global emergency. And therefore, since it's affecting the global population and now affects our nation and they can go into something known as contingency of government planning, of which means that anybody who gets in the way of contingency of government planning is a descendant and can be persecuted, held indefinitely, detained, absolutely, with no judge, no trial, completely void of your Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. All right? We know that they can utilize this against us. They could do this before the election. If, if they believe that they're not going to win the election, if they can't steal the election, they're not going to win the election, that there's no way humanly possible for them to come out of November victorious, they will produce some type of global event where they can come in and declare martial law. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? They got to understand how close the globalists are right now to the implementation of their global world order. The problem is, is you have rogue nations, which me and Clay were just talking about, the BRICS nations, right? These BRICS nations do not want a totalitarian, cameo-fascist, controlled, oligarchical-controlled new world order. They don't want to lose their power. They don't want to lose their sovereignty. And they'll go about a new world order on their own right. And so we see that in the rising. And this is one of the reasons why it probably hasn't been implemented faster. And I think that this is part of the plan if you want to look at it like this. So as we move forth into September, October, and November, we're about to see chaos and all hell break loose. Uh, we have the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond who jumped to his death this last weekend. He's apparently um, was facing, I think, $1.2 billion in fines from Wall Street. And so I, I guess he's, he's done. And this is very, very similar. Uh, this is very, very similar to the... 1929 stock market crashes. People started dying of suicides before it happened, right? Yeah. J.R. Nyquist, he's awesome. I love that guy. So, and then we have a tax on supply chain saying, oh, so you know what? Maybe, maybe what we'll do here, because I got some news to go through. There's not much news today, uh, but let's just go through this. So many, many years ago, I predicted something known as a global firestorm event. And these are the various different things that they will utilize to bring the United States down to her knees. Okay. We talked about cyber attacks on infrastructure. We talked about the, uh, the crumbling of the supply chain. All this is manufactured. We're seeing this right now. We just had that one facility in California start on fire and burn down the other day. We've had over 128 various different food processing manufacturing plants, as well as energy producing manufacturing and distribution, oil refineries, these types of things, all start on fire or burn down or be damaged in some way, shape, or form. Okay, these are cyber attacks on our infrastructure. This is exactly what Cyber Polygon was talking about, but it's interesting that nobody 
be saying anything. They're all oh, these are just coincidental. They're not. They're not cyber attacks. Absolutely, they are cyber attacks. It's the one common factor between every single one of these. They're not arson. They're simple machines that are overheating, and that happens through the networking of those machines through control structures, and those control grids are basically being hacked into and systematically have a software uploaded into them that slowly over time begins an overloading process that is not easily um, visualized by anybody who's monitoring it. Um, we know about this because I worked in cybersecurity for many years. I was chief operating officer of a cybersecurity company. I understand the various different tools in the arsenals of a, of, of a cyber criminal. This is how they're doing it. On the other hand, we have the supply chain. The supply chain has been massively affected since COVID, right? And now we're coming out of it and we have various different global situations that are affecting the supply chain in many different ways, including fertilizer. This is huge. Energy. This is massive. Okay. Those two right there take down the whole global populace. Right. And you want to talk about eugenics. You want to talk about calling humanity. You want to talk about them reducing the population to 500 million people. This is how they do it. They inject the majority of the people with a bioweapon and then they starve them to death because once poverty starts to set in and people are in a state of famine, their immune system begins to break down. And if they're already immunodeficient, they're going to die a lot faster. Disease is going to become prevalent. Right. What other aspects do we have? We have social and cultural destabilization. What the hell do you think the whole transhumanistic movement, the LGBTQ movement, BLM, all this stuff is? This is exactly what it is. It's infiltration within our social and cultural stabilization, within our moral and ethical framework. This is one thing that you have to remove if you want to take over a society because that's the one thing in a society that's going to have people standing up and saying no. We have political destabilization. Need I say more about that? That's obviously there, done, already happened. We have Joe Biden just last week coming out and saying MAGA are extremists. Not every Republican, just a small little portion. Yeah, just 71 million, right, Joe Biden? Just 71 million MAGA are the, uh, the extremists, right? That type of rhetoric is what causes civil wars. Absolutely. I'm not warning, right? I'm not making a threat. I'm just stating a fact. That's the type of rhetoric that starts civil wars. That's the type of rhetoric from someone who is in control, power, or has an authority that means that they are coming for you. They are coming for you and me. Don't believe me? Let's look at the history. Department of Homeland Security, February 2022, releases a bulletin on right-wing extremism, talking about people who believe in conspiracy theories, Russian propaganda, that believe the 2020 election was stolen, that believe that the COVID vaccine is a bioweapon, that believe the COVID was made in a lab in China, that these people specifically are domestic extremists and should be prosecuted. We had the disinformation board that was formed to basically collaborate with social media platforms and giants for the social media giants to go out there, label you based upon your comments, based upon your search history, based upon your analytics, the videos you watch, and send that to the federal government so they could identify those people that they claim are domestic extremists for the spreading of disinformation, propaganda, or what they label disinformation, propaganda, and misinformation. Okay? 
Then we have Project Veritas in June of 2022 releasing documents leaked to them from somebody in the FBI pertaining to various different symbols used by domestic violent extremists or domestic militia extremists. And these documents are things like the Betty Ross flag, like the Gadsden flag, like sayings like the Tree of Liberty needs to be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and the blood of tyrants. Okay? They are labeling you and me. Now we have 87,000 new armed IRS agents that are going to be coming in over the next 10-year period after they go to Fleetsy and the, the federal law enforcement schools and get all their training. We have Lauren Boebert in June of 2022 coming out and talking about why is the IRS buying $800 million of ammunition? Why in 2012, when Barack Obama won re-election, quotation marks, why did he come out and start weaponizing and nationalizing the police force in the United States of America? What do I mean by that? Is Barack Obama called for a national police force back in 2012, 2013, saying that we can't trust our regular police forces because, well, they can become radicalized. They can become racist and all these things. We need to nationalize it. And what he started doing is basically nationalizing the federal agency by giving everybody the ability to become a federal law enforcement agency, going to Fleetsy, going to Quantico, or wherever they go for training, and then funding them massively for weapons, for weapons, for gear, for training, as well as ammunition. And since 2010, 2011, 2012, the federal government has been hoarding billions upon billions of rounds of ammunition. Just recently, the United States military has moved away from the 556 NATO round, 223556 NATO round and the 762 NATO round and moved to the 6.5 millimeter round. Why are they doing that? Because that's going to produce a massive scarcity within the supply chain. Manufacturers of those bullets aren't going to make as much anymore because their number one um, source of buying them just canceled all the contracts. They are preparing for war against you and me. They are preparing to come in there and take us away because we believe, think, and speak in a certain way. Because we believe in a God. Because we believe in free speech. Because we believe that our rights, our liberties, are given to us by our creator. Not by them. That's the state of the world right now. And so people say, there's not much going on, man. It's kind of quiet out there. This is the state of the world right now. Joe Biden, MAGA are extremists. Trump, Joe Biden's the enemy of the state. MAGA's reaction, come and take it. You know, the one problem that they did is not getting all the guns. But that could turn out to be a bad thing as well, right? Is look, I don't want war. War is not good. War is not pretty. Nobody wants war. But it reminds me of this meme that we used to see of the quiet ones. Let me, let me see if I can find that meme right now. I want to see if I can find that one. See if I can find it real quick. Because this is just a brilliant meme. Um, if anybody's got it out there, let me know. Let me see. I'm not going to be able to find it. Of course not. I remember it was a fairly long meme. But it, there's a lot of TikTok videos out there about it. 
so on and so forth. But basically it goes like this. Is eventually what's going to happen is you're going to affect those people that just wanted to be left alone. And those are the men that you don't want to poke. Those are the ones that you don't want to disturb their life. They are the ones that will turn from the most loving, kind, and compassionate person you've ever met into an absolute killer. They are the ones that will put everything on the line to protect their family, their children. They will go to war with you simply because you woke them up from their sleep. It's the quiet ones. And I've said this for the longest time. What's going to happen when you have some special operator out there? Some special forces guy whose kid gets vaccinated and dies. What's going to happen when certain people realize that their government duped them? The ones that you didn't want to screw with become your enemy. That's where we're at right now. That's what's happening right now in this country is there is a mass awakening like we've never seen before. Something so massive. Like I said, like these, these two guys that were over my house, they were talking about the Great Reset. They're like, oh my God, this isn't good. I'm like, no, it's not. I've been saying this for years and you're now finally listening. And I don't mean to be a bearer of doom and gloom here. Because I do believe that there are good people in high places and that there are good people making moves to fight against the globalists, to fight against this evil that are, are working day in and day out to save this country, to save this world. I do believe that. Look at us. It's what we're doing. Some of you out there, you, you do this day in and day out. You research endlessly to find and discover the truth just so you can share it with other people. That's just as important as anything else anybody else is doing. Till Valhalla, absolutely. Let's go into some news here. Pentagon whistleblower says release of evidence proving lab origins of COVID-19 imminent. And so this is uh, from Natural News. An intentional whistleblower leak from the Pentagon threatens to blow the lid on the lab origins of the Wuhan coronavirus, which could explain why Tony Fauci and his minions seem to be running for the hills. Attorney Tom Rents, who I just talked to last weekend, spoke with Alex Jones about how whistleblower Andrew Huff has pulled the pin on the pandemic hand grenade. And when it blows, it'll expose the ugly truth about what Fauci et al. did to the world. Rents is committed to prosecuting every last pandemic criminal who terrorized the world. The plan is to release Huff's documents to Senator Rand Paul and others who recognize that Fauci is a criminal and that the Fauci flu is planned from the very beginning as opposed to uh, being a freak accident. This is the issue, Rents told Jones. This is what was behind the election. They could have never stolen 2020 without COVID, and they could have never done half of what they've done without COVID. If you look at the destruction of our economy, the amount of money that's been printed and transferred, it all fulfills their plans, Rents added. Be sure to watch the full interview on InfoWars if you guys are interested in that. I actually talked about uh, talked to this with, uh, with Tom um, at the Reckoning Fest, and he was telling us about this, and this is very, very damning evidence. Tom Rents is also the one who has DOD documents from 
August of 2019 mentioning COVID and Ukrainian biolabs, which maybe uh, the Ukrainian biolab was in CHYNA, China, Ukraine, biolab. Potentially, that's where it was created. But anyways, there are things happening. But there's also bad things happening. We're talking about the effects of here of COVID and how COVID is going to affect people in the world. Clot profits. Medicare spent over $15 billion on blood thinners last year um, after COVID jabs grew clots. Yep, we know it. COVID vaccine spike proteins are persistent. They don't leave the body quickly as the government has falsely claimed. You know, it's interesting to look at it like this because what's happening is this stuff affects your blood primarily. It goes into your blood and it basically produces this, uh, the solidified version of your blood, which is producing these clots. And when we start looking at it like this is that there's multiple different scenarios that can unfold in the sense of illness, disease, and immunosuppression from this, uh, this vaccine adverse reaction. And I told you, they're going to use this as a play to steal the 2022 midterm elections. I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. I don't know exactly what they're going to do, but it's coming. And we have to understand that. And so whatever you have to do to go out there and find a medical professional, whether it's Dr. Stella Manuel, whether it's Dr. Mark Sherwood, or, or whoever it might be, to work with them to find out ways if you are vaccinated to increase your blood flow and stop this spike protein from building up in your body, please do it. Don't hesitate. Because I have a feeling that, and I'll tell you this from sources I know, okay? You ready for this? So Dr. Charles Lieber was just sentenced last week. We had Miriam Heinen, Heinen talking about this on Friday. Um, he was the guy that developed a uh, certain nanotechnology at Harvard University. Now he had a DARPA contract and this is goes into the whole idea of Hillary Clinton's emails uh, being special access programs being sent to China, telling which professors in universities were working on various special access programs being uh, for development of various technologies for our military. Charles Lieber was one of these guys and he was developing what's known as a nano mesh technology. And so what this technology does is it's a kind of like a nano, nanographene structure that goes in and latches onto the cells in your body and absorbs the heat and then transmits electrical signals, okay? And those wireless electrical signals can now power nanobots in your body, okay? So it's sending signals, but it also can receive signals. Now, one of the interesting things is that the cells in your body are electrically gated. I think it's called uh, sodium potassium gating. And basically, the way I actually give you an idea, the way a virus works is the spike proteins, which are like little electromagnetic antennas, latch onto something known as an ACE2 receptor. And basically, they electrically stimulate that ACE2 receptor, and the ACE2 receptor opens up and allows it to go into the cell through the potassium sodium gating, okay? And so cells are electrical in nature. If you have certain nanotech that latches onto the cells in your body and they just lay dormant and then one day they receive a signal and they become ionized and increase their electrical potentiality and open all the cells up at one time, that's going to make you massively sick. That's going to be electromagnetic radiation poisoning. That's going to kill you almost instantaneously. 
And so one of the things that I heard from a very credible, legitimate source is that, yes, the COVID vaccines are 100% tied directly into the 5G grid structure and that they can focus directly onto a human being knowing whatever variation of the COVID vaccine they had and matching that various frequency or knowing the frequency of that person's heart resonance and basically take them out any point, any time that they want them to. And utilizing very high energy pulses from 5G towers, they can do that. So we need to stay cautious and understand that there's more than just a suppressed immune system. There's more than just other different types of um, variant viruses that can come around or the flu season or whatever. That a lot of these people potentially dying are congregated around 5G cell towers. Just saying, okay? So EMF protective clothing, make sure that you find incredibly good EMF protective clothing because a lot of the stuff out there in the market is not necessarily the best. And the best way to test that is throw your cell phone in there. Have your, uh, your notifications turned on. If you start getting no notifications, then you're good to go. Um, Roxy asked us, uh, could five, uh, five G's be part of the DNA sequencing they may have been doing? Absolutely. I've already told you the relationship between five G and DNA. Dr. Martin Blank in 2014 published a series of various different papers on the electroconductivity of uh, dioxyribonucleic acid. What he is talking about there is that your DNA is an electromagnetic transducer as well as a, a fractal antenna. What does this mean is that your DNA sends and receives electrical signals within a certain frequency range. And if you chop that DNA, DNA up into like four different pieces, it acts as a fractal antenna and all four of those pieces will send and receive the same information just in a slightly degraded form. Okay, so what was the frequency? Well, the frequency just happens to be between 32 and 34 gigahertz, which just happens to be one of the first bands of 5G radiation. Not only that is the cosmic microwave background radiation of the entire universe, which they say is the, the heat remnants of the Big Bang, is in the microwave range. And it peaks here on the planet at about that same range. Almost like there's a frequency which uh, is communicating with our DNA every day and that they have hijacked that frequency. David Icke wasn't far off from the truth when he said that uh, they're sending signals from Saturn, bouncing them off the moon and sending them to the Earth to produce a prison planet that basically control our reality, to create this false and delusionary reality. Very, very true there. Did you know that Joe Biden has spent 40% of his presidency on vacation? <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. Oh my God, I spent 40,000, 40 times more time on my vacation. Oh, really? Biden dumbs down tweets MAGA proposals are a threat to the very soul of this country. Look right here. MAGA proposals are the threat to the very soul of this country. He doubled down on the battle of the soul of the nation speech from hell last week, tweeting on Sunday. MAGA proposals are a threat to the very soul of this country. The tweet comes after Biden claimed he wasn't calling any Trump supporters a threat during his speech, where it was like we were lit up like Satan and calling Trump supporters an extremist that threatens the very foundations of our republic. 
No, no, he's talking about all these proposals that are coming from MAGA, from MAGA people in Congress. He's saying that we have radicals in Congress, and these radicals in Congress, they, they, oh, they, they're extremists, and they need to be stopped, right? What, what, what picture are we talking about here? I mean, it, it, you know, history books are going to tell the tale of this picture right here of Joe Biden with the Praetorian Guard behind him acting like he's something out of 1984 or a new born-again pedo Hitler, Conservative Twitter responds to Biden's obscene claim that they are a threat to the very soul of this nation. Well, they are. Because you got to remember, anytime that Joe Biden talks about democracy or nation or country, he's not talking about the United States of America. He's not talking about the constitutional republic that we have with a Republican form of government. He's talking about the deep state. He's talking about the cabal. He's talking about the nation that they have developed in their own vision. He's talking about the democracy that exists between those members of the deep state and the cabal. That's what he's talking about. So when he talks about the soul of the nation, he's talking about the soul of the globalist, the soul of the, the, soul of the deep state, which is most likely Satan-derived, if you want to put my opinion on that. Joe Biden uh, hijacks union rally in Milwaukee on Labor Day, uh, but the, the stands are mostly empty. And so look at this. This is Joe Biden. <laughs> It's funny, too, because if you look at people that are actually standing there in the small little audience that's there, they don't even know what's going on. I don't even think they probably knew Joe Biden was going to be there because he showed up unannounced. He goes, find me the, the biggest crowd in the country right now that's not a Donald Trump event. Get me there. Fly me there. This is the best that you could find. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness, Joe Biden. What, what does he say there? Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Yeah, they are. Uh, but the extreme MAGA Republicans in Congress have chosen to go backwards. Oh. All right. Sorry. Recording All right. Sorry about progress. that. Damn Zoom. My Zoom kicked off. They kicked me off. Yeah, thank you, Jim, from the FBI. Much appreciated on that one. But yeah, what I'm talking about here is this. Joe Biden, let's listen to me. I want to be very clear up front. Not every Republican is a MAGA Republican. Not every Republican embraces that extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with mainstream Republicans my whole career. But the extreme MAGA Republicans in Congress have chosen to go backwards, full of anger, violence, hate, and division. But together, we can and we must choose a different path. Forward. Now, this is interesting. Remember how I told you that the primary weapon that the Democrats always use is projection. Take what we do and blame it on our enemy. That the MAGA Republicans have gone backwards towards hate and violence. That's the, Repu that's the, that's the Democrats. That's the liberals. That's BLM. That's Antifa. That's them supporting them, giving them money. Oh, my God. Support BLM. They're so nice kids. They just shot a former sheriff, and, and they burned down like 10 businesses. We got to support them. We got to get them more money. Right? You have to understand. That's not Republicans. That's liberals. It's projection. 
This is what they do. They utilize the psychological warfare techniques and eventually people begin to believe it. Judge Aline Cannon. All right, some, finally some good news, right? Aileen Cannon grants President Trump's request for a special master review of documents seized during the Mar-a-Lago raid bli- uh, box, blocks Biden regime from access pending review. What a good woman right there. And this is Trump-appointed U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon from the Southern District of Florida on Saturday announced a preliminary intent to appoint a special master to review all the records seized by the FBI during the unprecedented raid on President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. Judge Cannon said the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago involved political calculations to diminish the leading voice of the Republican Party just months before the midterm election. Every attack on President Trump has a political calculation to stomp out the voice of the American people. She's absolutely right. And so finally... We're seeing people who are standing up for truth, for justice. And uh, if we can get the special master in there, they actually look at the documents they'll take. Well, we'll find out that uh, they took some interesting documents, didn't they? They they went into Barron's room. They went into Melania's room. Trump blasts the FBI for raiding Barron, uh, son Barron's room while ignoring hide crimes and treason on Hunter's laptop. He's absolutely right. Uh, what else did they take? They took... Um, Right here, Trump COVID official. Oh, that's not what I was looking for. Where is it? And I had another one in here. They, um, oh, there it is. FBI sees Trump's medical records, accounting information, correspondence related to taxes from Mar-a-Lago. They're taking personal information. Why? I wonder why. They're trying to find out everything they can find out about Donald Trump. They are desperate at this point. They are trying to find anything that they can do to bring actual legitimate dirt on Donald Trump. Now, what's interesting is we know that they were looking for Hillary Clinton's. He said this in his rally. Oh, who knows? They were probably looking for. Oh, no. He said this last week on um, Bell's show um, when he was on that. Uh, I forgot her first name. But Bell's show, her radio show. He said uh, they were probably looking for Hillary Clinton's emails. Special access programs, nuclear, classified, uranium one, Barack Obama. You remember when they uh, he tweeted about Barack Obama with the 33 million documents of class and how many of those are classified as nuclear? He's talking about uranium one. He's talking about Hillary Clinton, special access programs. They were truly looking for all the information pertaining to the evidence that Donald Trump has on them. Other words known as his um, kill switch, right? His dead man switch. Is that's what they were looking for? They didn't get it. Um, I, I'm going to transit. Yeah, Wendy Bell Radio. Thank you so much, Patricia. Absolutely, it's, it's a great show, by the way. Uh, I'm going to show you this article right here, and this is concerning because I want people to understand that I've been bringing attention to this for a while. Now, let's finish up real quick on Trump. My mind goes a mile a minute sometimes, guys. So I apologize, but my mind goes a mile a minute on Trump. Mar-a-Lago was bigger than you can imagine. Trump set them up. And what's going to come back down from that is MAGA is going to win November. We're going to shut them down. But they're going to try to stop it. And so this is going to be a battle. Information, digital warfare. But I've been talking about this. At Fort Hood, we've been seeing a lot of death 
a lot of suicides, people ending up dead out in the woods. Now, Fort Hood just happens to be one of the top psychological warfare command centers, kind of where MK Ultra research was taking over um, back in the early, late 1990s, sorry, late 1990s. Uh, we we started off with a shooter, remember Hassan, the uh, major Hassan who shot a whole bunch of people, and then we've had multiple other different shooters and lots of deaths. So the last year, 68 soldiers out of Fort Hood have turned up dead. This is an epidemic, okay? This is not good. Well, guess what? It's not the only military base. Check this out. These kids are dying inside the overdose crisis sweeping Fort Bragg. A staggering total of 109 soldiers assigned to Fort Bragg died in 2020 to 2021. Dozens have lost their lives there to drug overdoses. Now the families are demanding accountability and answers. Guess what they're dying from? Fentanyl overdoses. Not heroin, fentanyl overdoses. 109 soldiers in one year. At Fort Bragg. 68 just this year alone at Fort Hood. What the hell is happening to our military? Something is going on that's much darker and deeper than we can understand. This is the taking out of our military through infiltration from inside. Okay? Something is not right here. You should not be seeing this many deaths on military bases. This is more deaths than people who died in Afghanistan last year in battle. Okay? More soldiers, sailors, airmen, and guardians are dying here at home on military bases where they should be safe than are dying in actual combat. And then you add the vaccine into the equation. And we begin to see that there's something much, much, much darker going on here and we got a few minutes left so let me see there is um everything else we've already covered we've already talked about biden says computer chip shortage the biggest reason for inflation in wacky speech he says he says that the the non-nationalization that we need to nationalize the computer chip industry he says this is the biggest reason for inflation this guy is completely Fucking oblivious. He has no idea what he's talking about. Now, some of you guys remember if you remember last week we were talking about Colorado locking out the um, the the thermostats, the smart thermostats. Well, look what's happening in California. California declares grid emergency as odds of blackouts raise rise. Sorry, rise. Um, we're seeing massive droughts in these four states. China is in a massive drought state that their their largest rivers are running dry and that the famine that could last two to three years is pending in China. We have weather manipulation technology being utilized here in the United States of America. Now, California declares grid emergency, and we know that the same thing's happening here in Colorado, and that electric companies can shut you out. Now, one tip and suggestion for everybody out there who has a smart thermostat. Okay, shut off the internet. <laughs> Go in the settings and disconnect the internet. That's it. Now they can't control it. Just an FYI. I wanted to put that out there. But not only that with the grid, we have a lot of other things here. You know, Biden's energy secretary 
says California's ban on gas-powered vehicle sales is a model for the rest of the country. It's a model, yeah, because they're going to ban gas vehicles by 2035. But right now, you can't even charge your electric vehicle because of the strain on the electric grid that's happening in California. But, you know, that's, that's a model for the rest of the world because they don't want you to own cars. They don't want you to own anything. There it is right here again. A California's grid operator declares emergency amid blistering heat wave strongly urges people to use less energy to avoid power outage. I thought we were like going energy independence and stuff, right? Like I thought they had all this green energy over there and, and, and they're all fine. Like they have, you know, windmills and solar panels and yeah, it doesn't work. Europe braces for unprecedented fuel crisis as Russia cuts exports due to Ukraine war. The super rich are uh, super rich preppers are planning to save themselves from the apocalypse. Tech billionaires are buying up luxurious luxurious bunkers and hiring military security to survive a societal collapse they helped create. But like everything they do, it has unintended consequences. And they're buying up old bomb shelters. They're buying up tons of various different lands in New Zealand, guys. New Zealand. And they're building these luxurious bunkers out there. They have their own security. They all have their own planes to fly out there when they need to. But here's the thing is we know where they are. We know where they are. All right. What do we got going on here? I wanted to just say hi to everybody out there. We got a lot of new viewers out there today. Um... Thanks to Clay Clark for having me on his, uh, his show this last weekend. Um, I didn't really get to finish all the information I was trying to put out there. There's like another hour of content that goes into that half an hour. Um, and I'll do one of those shows this week. But everybody who's new coming in here from that, because I know we got a bunch of new subscribers. If you're interested in that content, what I recommend you do is you go back to last week's episodes on Rumble. You go to last week's episodes on Rumble um, here and I'll show you. If you go to our Rumble page right here, rumble.com slash C slash Red Pill Project, and you go down here and you start, you can start with Game Theory or The Great Awakening, um, but if you really want the majority, the plan to save the world right there. That's that's kind of like the beginning. The plan to save the world, The Great Reset, where it's The Great Awakening, The Storm, Future Proofs Past. Those are the four episodes you want to watch. It'll fill you in on all the details of what I was really talking about on Clay's show. Everything from Raising Dan, McCain, uh, Raising Dan Kane to the plan to what's happening. Information that I've gotten that is legitimate to source. I'm telling you, like I can't even express how legitimate that information is. But I, I explained really everything that's happening in those four episodes. So if you're interested, I'm going to go over it this week as well. That's going to keep you coming in, right? I'm going to go over it this week as well, but I want you to just pay attention and go watch those videos because there's some really good information in them. Um, a few things. Redpills.tv, if you're not subscribed, please go on over there and subscribe to us. It's much appreciated. It helps us keep in contact with you. We're not trying to sell you or anything or anything like that. Um, if you want to help support us in any way, shape, or form, redpills.tv slash go. That is a short URL that takes you to our Give, Send, Go campaign. GiveSendGo.com slash redpills or redpills.tv slash go. Um, if you guys want to support us in that way. Um, if you want to support us and, and also be a cool member of a social media platform, we have socialredpill.com. It's a third-party app we use, but it's really, really cool. we got a lot of people collaborating on it. There's ways to support us on there from subscriptions, or you can just join from free. Absolutely cool. No worries. And uh, you, if you're looking to get a hold of me, contact with me, send me anything, information, news, media, you can email me directly, message me directly on that platform like a regular social media platform. 
Um, so that's socialredpill.com. Um, if you guys, I know a lot of people were talking about gold and silver as Clay was talking. If you guys are in the gold and silver, if you have not gotten the gold and silver, if you have a 401k that is non-managed or if you took out a 401k loan and you're looking in to get in the gold and silver, if you have an IRA that you're looking to transfer or even open in precious metals, guys, getgoldtoday.com. That's Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. You can give them a call as well, 720-605-3900. Please, I'm, I'm urging you, if you're going to do anything with your financial wealth, um, talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott first. He's a financial advisor. His team is going to guide you in the right direction. Uh, getgoldtoday.com. Um, this week, we have, uh, what do we got going on this week? We have, tomorrow, we have the After Dark Chat. That, oh, is today Tuesday? No, today's Monday. So tomorrow, we have the After Dark Chat, Tuesday night. That's going to be pretty cool. Or that's a live Q and A with myself, uh, David Whitehead, and myself are going to be doing kind of like a, um, a monthly town hall uh, together. And so I'm going to try to figure out a way to do that. Uh, we're going to be bringing in guests and stuff, kind of like that. It's going to be an extension off the Mars Chronicles that we we're doing. Uh, this Friday we have no guests, so we're going to potentially do open lines or something like that this Friday. Um, Oh, no, actually, tomorrow night, sorry. No, tomorrow night, no. No, 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 no. Okay, Thursday night. Thursday night is the After Dark Chat. We're moving it this week. Thursday night is the After Dark Chat. Um, tomorrow's Daily Dose, I got to find a host. So potentially it could be uh, Mick and V. Lynn. It could be uh, Vince if he can get his internet up yet. Um, and it might be Jason, depending. I'm looking for a host uh, out of those guys. So if any of them want to host tomorrow's show, there's no guests. They can just come in and host. I'm going to a concert tomorrow night. It's kind of like my my one thing. I haven't been to a concert in two years. So I'm going to a concert tomorrow night. But then Thursday night or Wednesday night, we'll do the uh, After Dark Chat live Q&A. So I'm sorry about that. I wanted to get that and clarified. But Friday night, there's no uh, guest. But I do have a ton of information on the fringe that I really want to talk to you guys about. Um, it's really cool information. It has to do with Tartaria. It has to do with... Remember when I said that what if oxygen was really a drug and it's being pumped into the earth and it's like the most powerful hallucinogenic known to man? Um, I actually found evidence that this is kind of like semi-true and that it's not like too much oxygen. It's actually a depletion of oxygen. Anyways, potential for a show on Friday night. We'll think about it. Uh, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. I hope you guys take care. I hope you guys have a fantastic evening. We're going to see most of you guys tomorrow on the Dark Delight Show in the morning. And uh, you guys will be seeing a guest host tomorrow on The Daily Dose. So you guys take care. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you guys later.